Hey guys, you're listening to Soul Food. My name is Daniel and I'm the pastor of a church called Soul here at Alustar in Malaysia. Now, I'm a curious kind of guy and I love to learn new stuff. So in this podcast, we will dive into conversations with different individuals that will help us with our views of certain habits and behaviors that take place in our culture. I believe the conversations on this podcast will help us to expand our perspective. This is Soul Food. Let's dive right in. We are going to jump into some <clears throat> education. It's called love language. Everybody say love language. Love language. Now, we must first understand that love is a verb. Love is not just words alone. Love is a verb. There must be actions involved, right? In 1 Corinthians chapter 13, we talked about it last week, verse 4 to 8. Love is... Patient and kind. Love is not jealous. Alright, Vanessa? Or boastful or proud or rude. No, I'm just kidding. It does not demand its own way. It's not irritable. And it keeps no record of being wrong. How many of you like friends that remember all the wrong things you do? Right. It kind of sucks when you have friends like that. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. What is the last part? Love. My God, you sound worse than Ayla's class at Super Kids. Let's go together. One, two, three. Love will last forever. Our conversation today between Caroline and I is based on the study of this guy called Gary Chapman. Now, he's the author of a book called The Five Love Languages. Now, the love language is one of the many tools, okay, to understand and build your relationship. So, what Caroline and I are doing today is not to promote to you that this is the only way. No, 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 no. This is not the only way to build a relationship. There are a lot of factors, but this is one of the most powerful tools you can use to be in a relationship. Now, before we get into a relationship, before we get into uh, getting to know a guy and girl, what we hope that you could do today is that you can start practicing this with your peers, with your friends. Now, if you can master this, love languages with your friends, I can guarantee you, I can assure you, you are ready for relationships. You are ready to be the best version of yourself for your future partner. So the love language is one of the many tools, right? That's just now what my husband said. Mm -hmm. Why do we need tools for a relationship? Yes. Why do we need all these kind of things? Why do we need a system? Why do we need a way to make it work? Mm -hmm. It's because the language of love is extremely complex. Ooh. We all experience love in different ways, mm -hmm. okay? We have different emotional needs that have to be met. Yep. Okay, you felt love differently. I felt love differently. Each and every one of us felt love differently. Each person has a primary love language. You have, you have, even as young as Ayla, Queenie, and, and the two friends, Izan and Ijat, they have a primary love language. Yes. If they discover. If you say, no, 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 it's not me, it's not me. I don't need love. I'm okay with my own. I'm an independent woman. I don't need love. I want to tell you that no. That's not true. Mm. We are all human. Yes. Yeah. 
Love is a human need. Unless any one of you here is an animal. <laughs> Go monkey. <laughs> Go monkey in the back. Okay. Any one of you is an animal? No, no animal present, right? All human, right? All human needs love. Yeah. It's a human need. We are all fueled by love. Yes. Just like a car, right? Where to for a car to move need to be fueled by petrol. Right? Mm -hmm. So our emotional needs will be unmet if we don't experience love. Ooh, take notes, guys. We'll struggle to enjoy other part of our life. I don't know if you watch uh, like a drama on the TV or not. Like I, I like to watch Korean uh, drama. Like the old, uh, uh, what do you call that? The old the, Qing dynasty. No, 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 yeah, no, no. The dynasty, the old, old style. So the king usually yeah. marry the queen and they don't marry because of love. They marry because of uh, politics. Oh. Right? So, you know, like, like a marriage without love, it will be hard to enjoy other things in life. Yes. Even if you have a lot of ma money, but you don't experience love, trust me, it will be very hard for you to enjoy other things that you have in your life. Mm -hmm. So you need love. Can you tell your friend? Right and left, say you need love. You need love, Chen if, Wei. You if, need love. If your friend say, no, all I need is a game. All I need is my phone. All I need is my computer. I'm okay already. Then tell again to them, you need love. You need love. You know, I, I know some of you are couples here. You and you have, uh, you have boyfriend or you have girlfriend. Long distance relationship, uh, far away. Mm -hmm. uh, but... Some of you are singles, right? Yes. But sooner or later, I believe you'll be in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Why? Because we all need love. Yes. Right? So I'm not just talking about relationship between a romantic relationship between boyfriend, girlfriend, oh, or yeah. husband and wife only alone. This also can be applied with your peers, with your friends. Mm -hmm. Okay. So relationship will always have a honeymoon period. Do you know what honeymoon is? Anybody know what honeymoon is? We are the only one married. What do you call like honeymoon period in Mandarin? Two me yet. Wow, Vanessa, right. so fast. <laughs> now, how many of you believe in this? There is a honeymoon period for relationship. That means after a while, suddenly um, no fire. So it's like the beginning of the relationship when you really feel like, woo! Yeah, a I baby, uh, by emotion. a Jeff baby. Uh, <laughs> Maybe he's quietly amen, amen, amen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but you know this honeymoon honeymoon period, right? This feeling that you have during honeymoon period will eventually fade. <sighs> sadly. Why? Because relationships have to adapt with, with time. Yep. Relationship, just like us, human, we grow older. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> we have to adapt with time. So Gary Chapman, the writer of the book that we read uh, uh, together, mm -hmm. the writer of Five Love Language, called the, this first phase of love is in love phenomenon. Ooh. Okay, in love phenomenon. In love. The phase is characterized by attraction and the experience are obsessive. So mm -hmm. this is the time where you're like, oh, I don't want, I, I don't want to close, I don't want to turn off the phone. I just want to talk to you until Confession, I, I remember when we were dating. You didn't want to close the phone. Hey, <laughs> hey, am I the only one? Excuse Oops. me. So this is when you instinctively want to spend all your time with your partner, mm. with your lover. 
So you just want to spend as many time as possible. So I remember uh, PDK used to stay in Glen Mary. So it's quite far from where I used to stay. I stay in Bukit Jalil. So he will go all the way to Bukit Jalil. So I'm actually I I was doing my final year project in uni. So I'm actually hungry, you know, because usually uni uni students, right? I don't really sleep at night. And then I do my work. It's just I'm any hungry. students are hungry. Babe. Then he just picked me up. Then we went to McDonald in Cheras. Oh. It's far away, Cheras. <laughs> then we'll just talk, talk, talk. So I bring my laptop to our work and we talk, 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 talk until seven in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> so we just want to spend time with each other as much as we we can, mm-hmm. you know, and. Most people in this phase of relationship mostly are clouded by emotional judgment rather than rational thought. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's a study that I read uh, by a psychologist called Dorothy Tanoff. She found that based on a study of 100 couples, Hi-ya. most relationships average lifespan was only two years. Babe, why do you make it sound like there's no hope for relationship? Bro? No, listen, <laughs> you know what? When I saw this, right, I was surprised because I remember when I was younger, in my conversation with my friends, I was like, I don't know why my relationship is like at two years only. I don't know if I can pass my two years or not. Mm. And some people will say that if you pass your two years mark in relationship, sure you can go longer in your relationship. Mm. I don't know if you ever heard that, but I remember this conversation I have with my girls. They say that two years relationship is a cap. Then after that, right, you go through the hard, hard, uh, hardship. And it's actually a study done by this uh, psychologist. After the in love phenomenon wears off, they usually struggle to maintain their real romantic relationship. <sighs> the reality of life started to kick in. Families, mm. uh, finances, you know, and all the stresses at work, future, career, and all those things. Right. Right? It sounds very, very sad. It's, it's, and depressing, is it? It's, you know, sad as well, babe. Please don't lose hope. <laughs> it, it's sad as well, babe, because like some of them in that two-year period, let's say, for example, I'm dating you and you were that hope giver. But it's so sad, like at the end of this, the, the two-year period, Like you are the stress giver, that sort of thing. Like you know, I'm giving example, not you, babe, not you. You, you know what I'm talking about, guys. Like you know, you. Here's the thing: human beings, we will all go through stress. We will have hardships. We will have hard time. And then you fall in love, right? You fall in love, and whatever you go through, you felt like all your problem goes away. Uh, went went away. Come It's on, guys. Hard. You all know what I'm talking about, right? I'm sure you watched movies before. If you have never experienced it, right? All your problems kind of go away. The sad thing is that, like what you mentioned just now, and these psychologists have done this study. After the second year period, because things are not healthy, pujengkang, right? What happens? You become the burden. Ah, I man. remember actually my my longest relationship before I was with you was uh-huh. actually two years. Right. <laughs> so it's surprising when I saw the study. Okay, thanks for the information. But, but <laughs> <laughs> okay, but it's not. It's not. I mean, I mean, it's not a depressing thing. Okay, this mm. study. I'm not telling you that. Hey, your relationship cannot work. Two years, then that's it. You'll break up. No, yeah. it's possible to overcome that two years lifespan limit. Mm. And the fundamental tool is sound communication. So I'm not just saying about the communication communication that we talked last week. Okay, yeah. Like I have to know how to talk to him, or he have to know how to talk to me. But it's more like. A uh, communication is uh, a good communication has to be two way, right? So if I talk to him, I want to tell him I love you. He have to receive as I love as as he love if I love 
as I love him. Yeah. Okay. If you don't receive it, if you don't understand it, meaning the communication is bad. So this sound communication, what I meant here is to communicate your love well. Mm. So my partner, my love, my lover have to uh, understand my love. Yes. And I have to understand his love. And when I say I love you, whenever I do something that 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 uh, to show love, he have to understand. Oh, this is she loving me. Yeah, that's what I mean. So basically, it's really putting yourself in your lover's shoe. Like I think a lot of times we know how we want to be loved, right, guys? Yeah. I'm sure today, if I ask you what do you like, you know what you like as much as. You can be pretending, you can be like, I'm shy, but you know what you like. I like football. I like Tom Yum. I like Tom Yum porridge. I like flowers. I like cake, right? You, you know. But now it's not about what you like alone. You're stepping into the other person's shoe and finding out what they like. It makes sense, guys? Right? So true love is based on changing your attitude and thinking about others' needs. Because although partners may share the same habits, they do not necessarily share the same love language. So here's the thing. Both of you might like ice cream. Both of you like pizza. You like to go to Domino's, Pizza Hut, hashtag ads, right? You, you like to go Disneyland, all right? Or Sunway Lagoon. Great, that are, those are just activities. Love languages are not the same. That's the way of how you receive love and give love to the ones that you love. Now, we know not all of you are in a relationship yet. Again, like what I mentioned just now, here at Seoul, if you can practice this with your peer, that means like Jeff practice this with Eric, Eric practice this with Jeff, almost guaranteed, when the person of your potential partner comes into your life, you will know how to engage that person with healthy love languages. Are you guys ready? So number one is words of affirmation. Yeah, the first love language that we're going to talk about is words of affirmation. Mm -hmm. Fun facts, this is actually my husband's love language. So uh, when we prepare this content, we talk about it and then we we took a test. And yeah, (laughs) he's still the same. So we did a test like, like... Long time ago, and mm-hmm. then that's actually your primary love language. Yeah. Right? So, mind you, if you did the test before, it will change. Why? Because as love, time goes by, yeah, love adapts with time. Different things that happen in your life. Yeah. Yeah. So, a Greek philosopher, Xenophon, described how vital compliments Ooh. are in relationship. Yep. He said, praise is the sweetest of all sounds. Yeah. So, if our friends, or our partner's love language is receive, receiving words of affirmation, providing a verbal compliments as often as possible can be a very effective way to show your love to them. I feel so, so loved right now, babe. So when my husband... So usually what I do is, whenever my husband preach, so when he did a good job, I will tell him, I will praise him. I'm not kadakut, uh, I'm not stingy with my praise. I will say, wow, good job, babe. I think you did so well just now. You look sexy, babe. When, yeah, you say that. <laughs> when he don't do when he don't do so well. So usually I I will just compliment his effort. So like, wow, babe, I think you you work so hard. So when you say that <laughs> means that I didn't do well, is it? I shouldn't give I shouldn't tell you this. <laughs> wow. How how is it, babe? 
you prepared very well. <laughs> sure. So, so if you find out that your best friend, your friends, or your lo- loved one, um, mm. primary love language is words of affirmation, try to identify areas where they excel and compliments that them. Mm-hmm. So if you see, right, do you notice or not the little things that they have? Somebody just have a haircut today. Oh, you notice it or not? Yeah. Just say, hi, kid. Nice oh, haircut. Nice you haircut. look younger. You look so nice. Yeah. So, you know, compliment them, you know. You look, you look, you, you, you look so well-dressed today. You look so well, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, what you did earlier was phenomenal. You know, you lead worship so well, Darren. You know, if you know that that is their love language, it will really make them feel love. In Proverbs 18, verse 21, it says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Oh, yeah. And those who love it will eat its fruits. Yeah, so I think it's very important. It's not just about saying good things. Right. So, for example, if that person's love language is words of affirmation, it's not saying things like "Oh, good job," and that's it. No, it's also about quality. Like a person who uh, who who whose love language is words of affirmation, you take notice some of something that has happened in their life or something they have done, and you see it specifically. It will really fill up their love tank. So, like what Caroline mentioned just now. I have come to learn, you know, to allow certain voices in my life and Caroline is one of them. So when she encourages me, I like it that she is very intentional. She will say things like, Dan, you know when you mentioned this just now, it was really good. So it hits me because I know I've put in effort in that line or in that work. So that's how words of affirmation work. Okay, so it's more than, hey, good job. No, it's, it's, it's not that. It's more than So when that. do you feel love the most by me? I just mentioned just now, babe. Like, when you are very specific. Mm, okay, you, okay. Right? So the second one of the love language that we're going to talk about is quality time. Quality time. Another fun fact. This is my love language. Yes. So, <laughs> In this modern age, we get easily distracted by technology. Mm-hmm. Each time we choose technology over our loved one, we diminish the loving experience we could have in our relationship. So, you know, spending time together in the same room is not the same with focusing on each other without nothing else, without anything else. Are you trying to talk about me right now? So, so like, like <laughs> so even at Pierce today, if we plan to hang out, have we found ourselves defeating the purpose by scrolling through our phones? Yeah. Like, you know, we, uh, okay, let's go, let's go eat. Uh, what do you guys like to eat? Dagabi. Okay. Then while you're waiting for the food to be cooked by the lady, you know, cooking the food. And then each every one of, of you, scrolling phone. So how do you feel? Those of you who felt, whose love language is, is quality time, I felt like my friend don't love me, lor. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, it's a sad thing because of... Um, this technology that we have, we actually offend people who appreciate quality time very quickly. A person who appreciates quality time, actually with this modern technology, you can notice it quite fast. But you see them actually not holding their phone while they're at the dinner table. So today, right, if you see a friend whose phone is actually down at the dinner table and you find yourself picking up your phone, you kind of know that person actually appreciates quality time. Is quite a quick indicator, especially in our time. Now, think about it. Today, when you hang out with your friends, I, I, I say this for myself as well, right? Our first instinct is to take out our phone 
and scroll. We also scroll when we have nothing else to say, right? It becomes awkward. So now here's the thing. It's not that every time you see your friend put out your phone, that means they love quality time. It's not. But it's just a quick reminder in your whole circle, eh, he's not touching his phone. This could be a possibility. This person appreciates quality time. So Gary Chapman uh, goes to the extent and suggests that watching a game uh, together. Nowadays, right, uh, a lot of young people like to watch a game together or watch a movie together. I mm-hmm. still like it, right? He said, and his study found that it is actually a poor quality time. But babe, I mean, date nights, you spend money to watch movie, right? I mean, it's a, it's a norm, right? The world talks about like going to the movie, watching a romantic movie, spending time, right? Why, so why it's not... It's very simple. When you watch movie, when you watch game, where is your focus at? Unless, unless, okay, unless, yeah, for those of you who know that your girlfriend, let's say, right, uh, we are uh, scared of horror movie, then you purposely go to watch horror movie and you are paying attention oh. to your girlfriend, make sure that she feels scared and then... <gasps> Yeah, like that. Oh. Maybe, maybe. But no. Tips and tricks. <laughs> so by when, Caroline. When you when you watch a movie together or you watch a game together, yes, you spend them we spend time with each other side by side. But the focus is not on your partner. The focus is not your on your friend. Hmm. I'm not even looking at you. It's too dark. I can't even see you. You know? So it's it's the, as long as the when the focus is not on them, then it's a poor quality time. <sighs> take note, take spend. note. So instead, he said, he suggests that five activities that engage in top quality conversation mm-hmm. and interaction. For example, when I when Pastor Daniel asked me out to be his girlfriend, he actually brought me to stroll in the park. Sup guys? <laughs> Where is it? Desa Park. Yes. Right? Then we just go around. And he he asked me out to be his girlfriend, and I remember that until now. How many years? Uh, how many years? Um, we, we, got, we married 8 years uh, and then plus 5 years. Count, count, please. 12 years. Uh, right? 13. <laughs> okay, 13 years. <laughs> Math. Okay. So, 13 years ago, I still remember it. You hmm. know, like what we talk about and how we walk. So maybe it's a keen that you should bring me out to walk. In a sure, party. we can walk in Alosta and sweat together, babe. <laughs> we can walk in Taman Golf. Okay, can. Or maybe hanging out at the malls, walk around, or preparing a meal together would be nice. I think Caleb and Phoebe like to do that, right? Preparing a meal together for Aww. people. Right? So, the method for understanding this language is simple. Taking time away from your other passions to spend time with loved one will be well received and will help your emotional needs to be met. Yes. A healthy relationship begins with you. Yeah. So, a lot of times we have seen couples in a relationship fight because they will say things like, you don't spend time with me. And then the boy or the girl will be like, what are you talking about? We went out. We like, what are you talking about? We were watching a movie together. Yes, it's some of our fights. <laughs> Hashtag, this is some of our fights, okay? So then we begin to learn. When you understand people's love language, it's not about just doing things together, but doing things that makes this person feel love. And that it could be looking into each other's eye, talking to each other. That is quality time. Alright, moving on. 
Next is one of my favourites. Unfortunately, it's not one of my love language. Surprise them with gifts. How many of you feel that your love language is gift? If someone buys a present for you, you're very happy. I feel very happy if Darren buys for me an Air Jordan. La. I'm just saying, la, just putting out here. So, you know. <laughs> right? Now, gifts are a visual symbol of love. It is more effective when they are surprised and occur regularly. Very important about gift giving. It's not about the price. It's about the thought and the quality that counts. So a person who appreciates gift giving, right? Quality of the gift matters to them, right? Now, I'm sure you, when you hear about this, you're like, wow, Pastor DK, what if she's a gold digger? What if this guy only wants to date me because of my money and stuff like that? Honestly, a healthy person, and when their love language is gifts, they just want quality. That means they understand. So, for example, right? Let's say, cat's phone, right? Drop on the floor her screen protector break, right? And her love language is gift giving, right? I, as a friend, buy a brand new screen protector for her. And screen protectors can be as cheap as how much? Then five ringgit you can even find, right? Five ringgit I'm sure you can find, right? If you want to find, right? Now, here's the thing. When I give that to her, she will feel loved. You see, it's not about the price. It's about the quality of the gift. Does it make sense to you guys? Are you still here? Right? Now, this is very important. If your loved one's love language is this, remember to give quality gifts. It's not about the present alone, but really understanding what would really make this person feel appreciated. And when you're able to do so, this person will feel very loved. Next, number four. Number four. Acts of service. Acts of service. Acts of service. Acts of service. Guess what? It's my number two. <laughs> mm -hmm. So if their love language is true work, doing useful things for them will make them feel love. Yes. So um, I really like <laughs> when my husband helped me to do the things that I don't like to do. Sure, babe. So maybe a tips for you. Find out what tasks they dislike doing and offer to do, to do it as often as possible. So what so, you don't like doing? I, I, I don't like doing this thing. That it's not that I don't want to do it. I still do it because I have to. But if I can no need to do, I don't need to do lah. Mm -hmm. It's throwing the rubbish. <laughs> so I felt really love when my husband throw the rubbish without I ask him to do. Without like, babe, can you throw the rubbish, please? Titi's poo poo is very smelly. <laughs> sure, babe. So I really like it. Another thing that I really hate doing is you know since I bleach my hair, so my hair drop a lot, and. And so, <laughs> it's very often we'll clog our, uh, what do you call it, drain cover, right? How, how many of you got sisters at home or mothers at home? And if you, you share the similar bathroom, <laughs> you, you know the hair, you, your sister in there's the a already. drain cover, right? <laughs> it's, it's not just hair, it's, you know, it's the shishi on the floor. It's everything there, right? And the hair, you use some more, Right? When you wash your body, you shower, it's the soap scum, you know, yeah. your shampoo scum. So it's, so it's slimy. slimy. So but I, she, I, but yeah, but... I don't like it. I really don't like it. You I think I like it? And then, and then... <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so at home, right, we have two girls 
Me and my daughter. My daughter has yeah, long hair. Yeah, now it's not just Caroline. It's also Ayla's hair. So it's like double. So, and I, I just... By the way, it's not my hair. <laughs> right? It's not my hair. <laughs> so usually, usually I just leave it there. Until, right, whenever I shower, I already feel that like, the water is coming up and up. Then I saw, then the next time I take shower, then I saw, hey, it's clear. So whenever I saw it clear, definitely it's not Kyle who clean. Definitely it's not Ayla who clean. It's, it was my husband who clean. So me. I really felt love. I really like it. Sure, babe. So going out your way to alleviate your partner's laboring tasks shows you care for them. Mm-hmm. Or if you are, you know, like Yankee and, and Fong, Ooh. like you're dating, right? So if let's say right, you wanna sh- if if Yan Kit love language is also acts of service, acts of service, maybe right you want to offer sending her mommy to uh, market. Wow. Maybe she will feel like oh, after <laughs> or maybe it's a tips if you are you know going after someone you go you get close to the family first. Yes. And then see what I can do. I send you to the to the clinic. Yeah. <laughs> So love is a verb. Love is an action. Mm-hmm. And as a Christians, right, for, for some of our, us who are Christians in this place, yes. we know that the love that Jesus shows is an action. It's a sacrifice. He died on the cross for us. Not just in words alone. It's not just an empty promise. Yes. It's an action. So, let's do a quick recap. What are the four love languages that we talk about? What's the first one? Do you remember? Words of affirmation. What else? Quality time. Good. Third? Gifts. Give giving. Surprise them with gift. Fourth? Acts of service. Now, the last one is physical touch. Ooh, right? Now, here's the thing. Pay attention. Research has shown that children who are shown physical signs of affection tend to live healthier emotional lives than those who aren't. This suggests how important physical touch is for love. Now, as a father, I've experienced this for myself. Now, most children, most children, especially when they're young, their love language is touch. I remember when I was young, and uh, actually, I remember when I was young, sorry. I remember when Ayla was younger. She was maybe about two years old, right? She started to walk, still learning to form the words out of her mouth. And sometimes we could be, you know, just talking and then suddenly Ayla will be playing her toys. She'll put down her toys. She'll drop her toys and she'll come to either me or Caroline. And then when she comes, she just wants to be carried. So we carry her, I hug her, I smell, smell her, kiss, kiss, kiss. And here I am thinking, she, you know, miss papa or she wants to hug mommy for a long time. No, the moment after I kiss, kiss, hug, hug her for like five seconds or sometimes even three seconds, she go to the floor and then she run. She run off, right? And how I discover this is like that. And then there are moments where me and Caroline, we are very busy. Maybe we are in church, we are working, and then she comes. And you know, two years old, she doesn't know how to express her emotions and everything. So she's like, Papa, Mama, you know, and then she's pulling us. And then suddenly she starts to cry. Then we are like, why? Why are you crying? What happened? Check poo-poo or not? No poo-poo. Everything okay? Are you hungry? No. She just ate her food. What is going on? Why are you crying? And then the moment either Caroline and I, when we pick her up, she stopped crying. Then I kiss-kiss her. 
again, guys. Three seconds or five seconds, she wants to leave me. And then I'll be like, wait, just now you cried, now after that, now I hug you, you want to go away. <laughs> this is how physical touch works. It's to fill up their love tank. A lot of people think that physical touch is sex. No, it's not sex alone. In fact, physical touch or non-sexual touch is equal or not more important than sex itself. That means when you know someone's love language is physical touch, a hug means a lot to them. A pat on the shoulder or a rub on the shoulder means a lot to them. Now, here's the thing. At Seoul, right, at Seoul, I want all of us to pay attention to this. When we meet someone whose love language is physical touch, I've heard this many times and you've heard many people before. The first thing I hear people come out of their mouth is, Why are you so hard? Especially if it's a girl and the girl's love language is touch. Naturally, she would appreciate a hug. Naturally, she will play a bit rough with the guys, right? Naturally, she will be... I'm sure you have friends before, right? Pincha, right? Kuchikuchia and stuff like that. Now, of course, very important to also highlight boundaries, right? We want to learn about boundaries. We want to learn to respect the opposite sex. All those things are important. But if we see someone, especially a new friend, right? And their love language is touch. Let's not judge people quickly. Here, simply touch people. Bahasa said, why so gedik one, this person? Right? And, and I've seen so... Caroline and I, we have seen so many youth, especially girls, get really hurt because their, their love language is physical touch. And the next thing you know, sometimes uh, an uncle and auntie, girl, uh, can you not be like that or not? Don't be so hiao can or not? Wow. They cry. And then if guys, if guys touch, uh, why, uh, why, uh, you so what? Horny, is it? Simply touch people. Now, again, I'm talking about healthy physical touch. Okay? Now, of course, there will be sometimes unhealthy people out there or maybe an unhealthy moment. Then that's called taking advantage. But I'm talking about a healthy nature, especially as friends. So if you know someone's love language is touch, learn to also... And if your love language is not touch, how can you also learn to appreciate that gift. Because some of you will be like, don't touch me. Which you want to share your story, babe? Yeah. <laughs> so I, my uh, physical touch was my second uh, love, love language, primary love language. Mm -hmm. uh, when, I, when, I did, when I did the test when I was younger, which changed now to, to act of surface, the second one. Yes. So I remember when I was younger, I really appreciate, appreciate it when he actually hold my hand or my back like that so I but I remember he actually clearly told me and it's shown from his you know demeanor that he really hates PDA public display of affection I don't hate so, it so he doesn't like it yeah so at the beginning that time I remember we went to funeral that someone passed away in my church and my church was big actually really big so actually nobody knows I'm sitting there and with him in the corner together and I remember I was really overwhelmed with an emotion because the one who passed away is a baby. 
So I was really overwhelmed with emotion. Then I actually went close to him, sit close to next to him like that, and I hold his hand like this, and I'm just like goes close to him like that. And I remember he was calling me. Then he was like, uh, "Boy, funeral lah." Yeah, it's funeral lah. Can you please have some respect? I felt so sad actually because I'm like, hey, I'm not trying to be the AU. I'm just you know like I just need some emotional support. Yeah. But I think after after a conversation, he learned. Then yes, I, I remember that he actually expressed it to me. I don't really like PDA, but I do it because I love you. Yeah, I want to show my love to you. So at that period of time, um, again, your love language, right, is not fixed and set, right? Different age, different season of your life, you would appreciate different things. So it's great to take the test again, which we will do in a bit. I'm excited to know what are your love languages, right? But I remember like going to the mall. Caroline really appreciated it when I hold her hands. She really appreciated when I, you know, kiss her. Not not like French kiss in the shopping mall. Like, no, no, it's not that. When he play with when my I, hair. When I play with her hair, when I go close, uh, bahasa we say chum. It's like to take a sniff of someone. You you know what I'm talking about? Like you smell someone. She really loves it. So I realized that you know, hey, she has met my love language. It's also fair that I also meet. Her love. Just don't touch my face, huh? Language. Yeah, just don't, don't touch her face. <laughs> so today we have learned that our attitudes and behaviors determine the success of a relationship. Saying that we love someone is more than words alone because love is a how we give and how we respond matters. Love language is the way that a person prefers to express love to and receive it from. So it's not just give, 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 or receive, receive, receive. It's how we give and receive from a partner. This revolves, sorry, around how we show affection and make someone feel appreciated. Why we talk about this? Why we talk about you know the seven uh, tips? you know, dating 101 last week and also today about love language. It's yeah. because as we came here, we hang out with most of you. We hang out with some of the young people out there. We found out that a lot of people in this city actually ha uh, came from a broken family yeah. and have a broken relationship. And we, we just, we are very passionate about healthy relationship. Oh yeah. Healthy marriage, healthy relationship is important because when you are healthy, your, your relationship is healthy. So, we are very passionate about that and we believe that, right, even though, right, most of the young people that we met have a broken family background and all, all those things, uh, we believe that your future doesn't have to be defined by the, what happened with your family. Yes. That, so that's why we talk about it because if church, if we don't talk about it, you only know the information about love from out there and we don't know whether it's true or not true, whether it's good for you mm -hmm. or not good for you. So learn how to love. And start, even though most of you are single here, learn to practice it with your peers, you know, maybe not romantically. But if it's already become a habit to you to learn to love others that way, it will help you in the future to have a healthy relationship. Yeah. Again, like what my wife mentioned earlier, if we can practice this with our peers first today and you're single, this will really build your friendship. And some of you, if you think about it, especially for the young adults here, You've got some friends that you have all the way from maybe primary school, right? From primary school, you're still friends. That's like a good, like what, 15 to 18 years, right? And you're still friends. You're the kind of friend where even though you don't see each other for one year, but you meet during Chinese New Year, it's like you just saw this person yesterday. You know what I'm talking about? That kind of friend. 
and you have that kind of friend because why? Your love language is met. Think about it, all right? I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Soul Food is part of a community and we believe that connections matter. Follow us on our Instagram at Soul Malaysia or mine at Daniel Quillen and we would love to connect with you. Send us a DM if you've got any questions. Thank you for listening and do share this podcast with your friends.